Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. You're waking up to the vibe. Good Good morning, vibers. Good morning, vibers. It's the vibe tribe. Well, I call them my vibers. Good morning, Rebecca. How are you this morning? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing all right. Getting good grades. Yesterday, I had a preview of uh, the new Wake Up to the Vibe t-shirt. Bobby Badfinger sent me a sample of the artwork. It's killer. Looks send it to me. No, because you can't see it until it's done. Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. The front is a, a graphic of Wake Up to the Vibe, which is a picture that he drew of the two of us. And on the back, it says the Vibe Tribe, which has a collage of people. It's pretty cool. I love it. Yeah. He's so talented. Yeah, he, he is talented. We were going back and forth all day. I can't wait to get the bill. I was wondering <laughs> why you weren't like replying to me. What's what that? Nah, busy, busy day yesterday. Hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning, David Pooh. Brother, what's, in the, what's up? Brothers in the house. Good morning, Sue and Greg. Good night. We got a great show today. Super excited. Oh, my gosh. Special uh, special thank you to our folks from Essex, Essex County, the band Essex County from the UK, from London, England. It was great to have them on the show. That was fun. That was... I- love them yeah i'm like uh, listening all the time yeah i had a, I, I had a feeling they love you too <laughs> no i really did they they took a liking to the show let's put it that way <laughs> <laughs> you and me or just me it's like weird <laughs> that's weird she goes <laughs> no, you know I we're love- we're we're crossing country borders this is amazing so so we've we've had uh dr katina on the show from sudan in the nuba mountains mm-hmm. Uh, we've had uh, folks from England. Today, we're touching base with Northern Ireland. And next week, we have a special guest from Switzerland. We'll be broadcasting live from Switzerland. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were talking earlier on how amazing it is, how crystal clear. We have a oh, better yeah. connection today in Ireland than we did in Nashville. It's I crazy. Know. Just crazy. It is. it is. Wi-Fi. Love Wi-Fi. Anyway. <laughs> So, uh, yes, that is, uh, and I just want to make a, a, give a shout out tomorrow, Bill Trigg from Make-A-Wish Foundation. Make-A-Wish. He's the CEO of the, uh, of, uh, the uh, Northeast New York Division, and mm-hmm. we're going to talk about all the awesome things uh, that Make-A-Wish, or that Make-A-Wish Foundation, the things uh, they provide and do. Oh, so, yeah. Super cool, super cool. And then in July, I think it's July 11th, don't quote me on the date, I don't have it in my memory bank yet. But uh, you and I will be uh, emceeing a Make-A-Wish fundraiser. July 11th. Is it July 11th? Okay, thank you for setting me straight on that. Awesome. Good morning, Tina and Tim Seeley. It's good to have you in the house with us today. So let's, let, let's uh, who's that? 
Cindy, Cindy. Greg. Yeah, Bev's in the house. Beautiful. Oh. Beautiful. So we're gonna we're going to uh dive right into this interview here. Let's let's bring him in and then as I always say, we'll give so him, excited. We'll give him the introduction. Yeah, this is good stuff. Very, yeah. very good stuff today. Every every day. Every day is good yeah. stuff. Because <laughs> that's what we do here on Wake Up to the Vibe. Good morning, Sonia. Welcome to the show. So good to have you here. And uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Hey. Steven. Hey. Good morning. Steven, I'm hey, gonna give you I'm gonna give you a nice introduction here. Hold on a second here, buddy. And ladies and gentlemen, we are broadcasting live here, bringing our new friend from Northern Ireland. I like it. I like it. I like the color of that beverage right there, my friend. For the record, uh, so you know that there is a time zone difference. So it's actually afternoon for me. It's <laughs> perfectly fine for me to be drinking a beer right now. <laughs> uh, this guy has uh, toured Ireland, the UK. He's taken his skills uh, to Nashville, Tennessee. He's gone through the valleys of California. He's a host of a songwriter night in Ireland. Yep. For five years, I want to. I want to know all about that. And uh, now he's back in Ireland, joining us here on Wake Up to the Vibe. I will say, Stephen McCartney. Good afternoon. <laughs> good afternoon, guys. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Cheers. I have water. It's our. It's our. <laughs> it's kind of. It's bad luck. Almost a tears with water. Well, I will tell you, I had a. I had a stout last weekend, and it was a a coconut infused stout. Ooh. Yeah, it that, was that's a good choice. Wow, it was that's to die for. Choice. And I literally said to the gentleman at the brewery, I, I was telling him, I said, I have a morning show. I could actually put this in my cup and have this in the morning. Yeah. And like, no one's going to know anyway. Like, <laughs> right. Until at least like six or seven in. And then well, they probably would know by the end of the show. Because <laughs> I'd have to pour a second one. <laughs> what kind of stout are you drinking? Or no, or stout. are you drinking a stout or a porter? What it's stout, it's Guinness. Guinness oh, a Guinness. Oh, Guinness. Guinness, man. That's, that's good, that's good for you. I like that. A man who brings his own beer. If you were closer, you would have brought us one, I'm sure. Absolutely. Of course. I would take several, at least two. <laughs> so, you know, now, now, Let's start with the songwriter night because that's at like a like at a pub. Is that at a local pub in Ireland? Yeah, local pub. It's my in my hometown uh, in Bangor, Northern Ireland. It's about um, twelve miles from Belfast, uh, and the pub's called Fealties uh, on the High Street. And it's uh, this beautiful little old fashioned um, kind of real old man's drinking den kind of kind of style pub, like a really almost like traditional Irish pub. Um, it's the kind of it's the kind of place that in America it would be it would be a favorite. It would be like one of the one of the coolest places to go because it would be so quintessentially Irish. But but here it's just a local pub. Uh -huh. And uh, a lot of years ago, I got the opportunity to start a Saturday night in there to try and uh, invite local songwriters in to to play their own stuff rather than having you know rather than singing wagon wheel four times a night right um you know or isn't, that, or isn't that the truth man I mean, yeah right so this, this, this happens all the time so i think there's a lot of there's a lot of really great songwriters from from here of course well van morrison uh, right yeah is it van morrison they get an opportunity to play their own stuff it's it's they jump on you know 
Yeah. Is it Van Morrison from uh, Northern Ireland? Van Morrison is literally from down the road from me. Yeah. Um, he, I like, we all of the musicians around Northern Ireland have Van Morrison stories that are usually um, the grumpiest stories in the world. Yeah. Sometimes does. Yeah. He's a genius and a wonderful, wonderful uh, ambassador from Northern Ireland's music, but he's a grumpy man. Oh, really? I've watched a few. Well, the the thing is, too, he, he doesn't tour a lot in, in the U.S. No. And I was watching a live performance uh, where he only came out on stage. I don't know if it was a benefit or what, but he came on stage for one song and yeah. he literally looked at the guitar player. It was time for a solo and the guitar player kind of missed his cue. And Van Morrison <laughs> gave him a look that was like, that guy will never miss his cue again. And, and he literally no. got up from the chair. He sat on a chair. Uh, he played into the mystic and he literally left and was like, yeah, see you later. I was like, wow, he's, he's got a different I, demeanor. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. He, he's, uh, he's, he's, a, again, he's a, a, an amazing songwriter and a total genius uh, uh, with what he does. Yeah. Uh, but I've heard some hilarious stories from right here. All, all the, <laughs> I think a lot of the musicians from right here all have, have some, some pretty crazy Van Morrison stories. Yeah. That's pretty funny. So, oh, this so, is another show. We have to do another yeah, show about Van Morrison. <laughs> I would love to do a Van Morrison show. That would be so cool. Uh, so now you're hosting this, um, this, uh, it's, is it an open mic or is it just songwriters originals only? It's originals only and it's invite only as well. So open mics, I've had my experiences with in the past, as I'm sure you both have as well. And they can sometimes be, uh, hit and miss. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes they're great. Sometimes they're not so good. And I kind of wanted to keep the standard really high. I wanted to have it like, so I was hand selecting artists that would have been uh, kind of top of their game and professionals as well. Like I didn't, I didn't kind of want somebody coming in saying, this is my first song. I want to, I want to play, you know, in front of a crowd. I kind of, I wanted to be people who were recording artists who were songwriting for other people who were, uh, already touring, already doing stuff, you know, just keeping it really professional. Um, and it snowballed really fast after, after the first few months, even it started getting, because I was keeping the standard high and the, the people who were even coming to me at times were pro musicians, really, really high quality songwriters and they were all wanting to do their own thing. Um, and it's a free gig as well. Is that, that I think that's what kind of really keeps it interesting for the audience too. Is that like it's it's free and it's not ticketed, so that anyone who wants to come in on a Saturday night can just come in and, and listen to these guys. But every musician gets paid. Everyone gets paid to play oh, wow. because you got it. You got to do that. I think I think a lot of musicians are are really struggling uh, financially, especially at the minute as well. Um, but all uh, all around, they're kind of financially struggling. Even some great songwriters are having a difficult time with their own. With, with trying to get gigs that are actually paying money. So everyone gets paid to play. The audience can enjoy a night for free, uh, and everyone walks away at the end of the night having a great memory of the evening. You know. And they got to enjoy a, a nice uh, Guinness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The finest Guinness in town as well. They, they, they got to enjoy that. You know, I've never been a Guinness fan for one reason. Not one. Well, I've never been a, a one Guinness guy. <laughs> It's an acquired taste. I get it's an acquired taste. In fairness, um, I like Guinness. Guinness is good. Get when whenever you get the taste for Guinness, though, you don't turn back. That's what right. I understand. I understand. Yeah. So so now, 
your songwriting, you've actually taken your songwriting from Ireland. You've come over to the United States. Um, obviously, Nashville, and you were you were describing. Uh, is it called Felties? Is that the Fealties? Fealties, Fealties. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Back bar session is is the uh, the op- not the open mic, but the songwriter night that you yeah. host. Um, yeah, it, it, you reminded me of the Bluebird Cafe in Nashville. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very similar vibe, actually, in some yeah. ways. Uh, the Bluebird's slightly different because, um, for anyone who doesn't know, is, is you kind of sit in the middle of the room and there's like an audience around you. Similar idea, though, and it's Bluebird. Well, it's, when I played the Bluebird, it was kind of uh, in the round almost where, where people were kind of able to join in with each other as well. And, and that, that happens a little bit back here as well. So it's a similar, it's a similar kind of vibe. Um, we have a bit more of a kind of uh separation with the audience perhaps you know but um right. but it's de- it's a similar idea it's it's a similar kind of feel so That's so what awesome. were you doing in nashville did you go there to record an album did you were you just passing through or did you actually move there uh no it didn't move there i i, I got the opportunity with the a, a few years ago 2013 maybe 14 or something like that it was the pan arts belfast nashville festival where uh belfast and nashville are twin cities so they send a few artists over our direction and we send a few artists over to to you guys and uh we get to do a few gigs around so we played belmont university um and got to hang out in some of the recording studios there where like paul simon you know recorded bridge over troubled water and everything so wow. like dream come true for me um and yeah. also then we got to play the, the the bluebird which again uh a total highlight a real joy and and to see to sit amongst and talk to these kind of like uh, Grammy award-winning songwriters was was a real kind of <laughs> real joy just to it's hear amazing. their experience and also what was fun to me as well to hear the fact that their experience that in songwriting that was similar to mine right you know people who I kind of had uh, idolized or had on these pedestals and their their experience about the last lot of years of the decades of songwriting was similar to mine you know and and like and we we find real common ground right you know really quickly which is which was wonderful yeah one of the videos that i'm i'm going to play was a live performance was that in in nashville um is is it uh the music city roots one um it was uh all the colors i can know Oh, all the colors I can know. No, yeah. that is uh, that's in that's in my hometown. Actually, that's in Bangor. Yay. Oh, okay. That's uh, in a little place on on Grace Hill called the Auction Room, which is uh, there's a festival here owns the owns the building and um, or leases, I guess. Uh, and uh, yeah, that was recorded a little while back by Joe Laverty. That was that was um, that was a that was a lovely lovely afternoon. Cool. You don't mind? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna play the song. Let me let me go sure. and play the song, and then we have got a lot of things to talk about. But but I'm yeah. I'm anxious. I'll speak for everybody in the room and Re- and Rebecca. We're anxious, man. You got an awesome voice. It. I already watched it like five times. <laughs> yeah, I know so. you did. <laughs> so so hang hang tight here. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna switch gears. Uh, you're waking up to the vibe. Want to thank everybody for joining us this morning, uh, ladies and gentlemen. This is Stephen McCartney uh, now going as King Cedar. And this is a live performance. Uh, Take a listen to this. Absolutely beautiful. As we went on in the fields to pray. 
When over the march winds will be Go by the moonlight Rested on evergreen Over the valley down to the shore Surely as night falls over Ontario By thee to winter no more up to the vibe starting our day off with beautiful music beautiful music here by stephen uh, mccartney excellent yeah. job man thank you man thank you wow. yeah you know uh, actually I, that that was nashville that was a nashville performance that that one. Oh, it was uh, okay march wins yeah that was a festival um called the music city roots festival uh, from the loveless cafe uh just on the outskirts of nashville oh th um, so that was in nashville yeah, that one, that one over the March winds was in Nashville. That was uh, hosted by Jim Lauderdale. Okay. Um, uh, the man with the craziest suits I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a really fun trip. That was a really fun trip. What, how would you, uh, listen, I could hear Ireland in your music. I, I hear the influences, um, the style of playing. But how would you describe, in your own words, your songwriting? And and if you had to say, what kind of music do you write? <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, it's it's a tricky question because there's there's quite a variety. But I guess like folk would be would be part of it. Um, country music too. Excuse me. A lot of the King Cedar stuff is uh, is kind of country inspired. And I listen to a lot of. Um, a lot of American music when I was growing up as well. Some of the some of the great American songwriters, uh, you know, the the Woody Guthrie's, Bob Dylan, Joni Mitchell, right. Jackson nice. Brown, right? You know, a lot of those guys who recorded uh, in like kind of like late sixties, early seventies. Simon and Garfunkel, I mean, huge influences to me when I was whenever I was yeah. growing up. You can hear it in your music, and you can kind of hear that as well. So yeah. I think mm -hmm. what what's interesting about I think Ireland and America have very similar. Uh, musical heritage is in some ways and um, uh, certainly the folk element of things. Uh, and I think that's why a lot of the time Irish um, kind of folk and country artists do really well in the States is because, because there is that kind of shared heritage and mm -hmm. it does have a lot of similarities within 
throughout it. You know, I think a lot of my music has um, quite an Irish and an American kind of sound. Yeah, so, yeah, very good yeah. description. Are you born and raised in Northern Northern Ireland? Yeah, born and raised in Northern Ireland in the, in my hometown here in Bangor. Wow, representing. And the the reason I ask you that is because. Uh, I think it was like back in around 2017, right? The Northern Ireland government was was going through. It collapsed pretty much, right? It did, yeah, entirely, yeah. Yeah, so, and then I believe it was this year that the government reformed, correct? The government reformed. We, Yeah, the, the politicians here, Northern Ireland has a very interesting political history. Um, for it sure does. Oh yeah. He doesn't know about it. It's it's had uh, it's had forty years or and, and countless decades more than that of uh, of some some pretty pretty crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, it was two thousand seventeen. I think it was the the, the oven storm that collapsed. And three and a half years later, they decided to um, try and work past some differences about. I think it was it was a language difference about road signs. That kind of thing, um, which seems crazy to to people not from here. But when you're from here, you kind of get the idea. Like there, there are people who actually really care about stuff like that. And it's it's right. a lot of us kind of just go like, just go back to work. You know what I mean? If we, we don't get three and a half years off, guys, while we're being paid, if anyone else had done that, taking three and a half years off, and then decided to, like we're still getting paid, it's fine. We would have got sacked. The rest of the country would have got sacked. Do your job is what yeah. we were all thinking. Well, so the reason why I asked you that is because, you know, you mentioned uh, Simon and Garfunkel. You mentioned Bob mm-hmm. Dylan. Your style is like that. Now, when a government collapses, it's guys like you that mm-hmm. that go to work and start writing songs, right? And so my next question to you was, do, do you have political songs in your in your arsenal of, of uh, material? Oh, yeah, I do. Uh, not lots. I tend I tend to write more um, more about um, kind of more personal things to me, um, things like depression and, and love and um, my experiences personally in life. But there are a few songs that I have that are that are uh, quite overtly political. I got the opportunity once to sing in the city hall in Belfast, um, and. I said to the guy beforehand, the organizer, the, the guy who booked me for the gig, and it was it was the day where where Southern Ireland, the Republic of Ireland, had passed the marriage equality bill, and, and I was like, I'm going to say, I'm going to say something, I'm going to make a speech. <laughs> and he was just, he said, Stephen, please, please don't, I will lose my job, please don't do this. And I was like, I have to, man. I I'm only going to give. I'm, I have this opportunity once in my life to speak to the entirety of the government of Northern Ireland, right, in City it. Hall. And I got, I got booked to do a gig. So I got up and I made this impassioned speech for, for two or three minutes. And uh, half the room thought it was great. Half the room did not <laughs> think it was great. And, uh, and, but then I played this song called Parody, which is uh, on, a, on a thing. I think I, I sent you. It's, it's out as well uh, on like Bandcamp and, and so on. And the song is about equality. And it's, the song is about, about the fact that um, there are some people who aren't deemed as equal in society and they absolutely need to be i'm trying my best not to swear here right as well yeah. <laughs> uh, something i feel very passionately about and again it, it, it's I been it. it's been the idea that the similar concept is being witnessed all around the world mm-hmm. at the minute especially in, in america oh, yeah. yeah especially in places that i that i have grown to know and love in america like nashville and, and la 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's amazing to see people out who are uh, trying their level best to make sure that everyone is seen uh, as equal uh, in the eyes of the laws and in the eyes of um, police forces and in the eyes of the system. Right. Um, which is what we absolutely need and should have and already should have. Yeah. Right. Well, where, where? It's staggering that it's 2020 and we're still debating this. It's, it's right. Man. It's mind blowing. Yeah. Crazy. You know, it, it's funny because um, I'm, I'm kind of taking the advantage of the fact that I have somebody from Northern Ireland on the show. I, I you know, so I'm kind of drifting off and I wanted to wanted to get your take on where the government is. But wh- where are you guys with the with the coronavirus and, and all oh, of yeah. this mess? Yeah. I mean, are you are you under where, quarantine at all? Yeah. Yeah. Quarantine happened here uh i think like three months ago uh so similar to the united states in some ways the coronavirus here has been handled terribly um oh, we're we're northern Ireland is still part of the uk so so we're under boris johnson and westminster and so on as well right um right. it was handled really badly and in a population of 60 million we've had 40 i think forty thousand deaths um <gasps> And compare that to the United States, which has a population of over 300 million, and you've had over 100,000 deaths. Right. The numbers don't the numbers don't add up at all. Um, the uh, the government here has, has made a dreadful, dreadful job of of, uh, of organizing themselves. It, like they they've done too little, too late on so many occasions here. Wow, wow. And uh, and it's really frustrating to watch. And like 40,000 people have now. I mean. Numbers had need to be given and taken, but I, I guess because there are definitely moments where some deaths have been attributed to uh, COVID nineteen that maybe would have happened anyway. I get that. I get that. There's obviously some dispute, right. but there's a lot. There's thousands of people dying that, that probably shouldn't have died because of this. Right. And I know some people who have uh, in in my hometown here, and I know a lot of people who have got uh, who have had COVID nineteen. And uh, it's been a shambles. It's been an absolute. Yeah. The mishandling has been criminal. That's crazy, man. You you've got you've got enough material to write songs for the next twenty years. Uh, <laughs> being from the neck of the woods that you're from, right? I mean, oh, it's, man, yeah. Well, I'm in a good position though at the minute. Um, I'm. I was kind of thinking last night about. I got this album that's coming out, and I, I, I was thinking about the next couple of albums. There's, there's. I've got one ready to release. I've got one after that already written. And then a half of an album written after that as well, which I wrote in LA when I was when I was last there over the last year or two. Um, uh, so I've got lots and lots and lots of songs. How, how do them, you? Some of them are very American. Some of them are very <laughs> Irish. And, how do you write half an album and then I have another half an album over here? You only finish the California <laughs> album the next time you're in California, or what? Because well, because it's a good, it's a good question. It's a good question, Joseph. <laughs> There are some there are some songs that I that I I want to keep for a certain collection because I, I think if you just write songs and put them out then it's not really an album then you're just throwing songs out you know and like I think albums should really tell a story they should have a theme uh, they should have a, a, a feel and, and like some kind of like communal moment in them and and they should have a thread that runs through everything and so I've got some songs that are definitely going to go on the next record because it has the same kind of vibe and it has the same idea and it's a lot of like kind of more folk songs and it's going to have the same instrumentation and that kind of thing. And then the, the, the record after that will be much more full band. It'll have a lot more, a lot more country in it. And um, so it's got to, it's got to sit right. I think I'm, I'm never one to throw away uh, just 
song after song. I don't think that's the correct way to, to do things. Right, you got to right. be more controlled over. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm gonna. I want to play another song here, and um, mm. this is the one where, and and I'm. I hope I have the title right. Is it over the March winds? Okay, over the March winds was the last one that was I, played. I thought so because I I, I yeah. made my notes here, and I'm like, wait a minute, I just crossed out the wrong one here. Let's so, go, let's go, man. So this is so where you, it's live, but you're walking up a set of stairs and you go and you sit down in a chair and you play the song. Yeah. yeah. What they, song they, am I playing? <laughs> all the colors I can know. Say it again. All the colors I can know. Oh, it's oh I played the wrong song. <laughs> I'd like to tell you that was the I'd like to tell you that was the first time. <laughs> oh, man. I've yeah. done that before. I've done that before on my own gigs. I played the wrong song, like just introduced the song, being like wrong one. Over the March winds, and then gone into yeah. some totally day. It happens. Sounds funny. You ever you ever go to the gig and and actually welcome people to the wrong place? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're mentioning oh, you're mentioning yeah, the bar down every, the street. Every mistake that anyone's ever made, I've definitely done. Yeah. Probably as well. Just gone like yeah. Yeah, um, whatever. Yeah, well, I'm just gonna own that. Whatever it is. All right. So, That's so right. the one where you go up the stairs, you sit in a chair, and you play the just. Uh, I don't even know what what it's a hollow body guitar. What is? What are you playing? That oh, that man. The story behind that guitar is gorgeous. Incredible. That's an old Forcello. Uh, it's a uh, it's a sixty three Forcello, I think. No, actually, sorry, way earlier than that. Way earlier than that. Fifty fifty three. Um, uh, and that was that was bought for me by a one of the dearest friends I've ever known, uh, my friend Bonnie, bought that in New York for me, presented it to me in Paris, and uh, and I've been writing on that guitar ever since. And it's been it's been owned by like lots of cool bands. Like really, uh, yeah, it's like one of those guitars that has like history <laughs> right. attached to it. Yeah, all, all the way through, like Cool and the Gang and stuff used to play that oh. guitar. That was like that's that's been a real. I've, I've been writing on that guitar a lot. That's, that's <laughs> I would too. Well, that yeah. was that was one of the first videos before you and I met and connected. That's what mm -hmm. made me reach out and say, "Hey, I have a morning show. I'd love for you to be on it." Because right. I, you know, I, I'm a guitar collector, and I'm looking at that right. guitar, and I'm like, mm, "I don't have one of those." It sounds amazing. It's it's a it's a it's such a such a beautiful guitar. It's yeah. really really beautiful to play. So let me go play that song. Yep. <laughs> let me go play the right song, and then we'll come back. So hang tight. We're talking sure. with uh, Stephen McCartney, ladies and gentlemen, otherwise known as uh, King Cedar. And now I'm going to play the right song. This is absolutely beautiful. You're waking up to the vibe. Love, love, love. Thank you for uh, joining us here. All right.
All the colors I can know All the colors I can up to the vibe oh my gosh nothing short of greatness right here ladies and gentlemen beautiful stuff beautiful stuff you know all i could think about while while you're playing and singing we have had some amazing talent on this show and it just never stops like we just keep stacking them up man and and thank you so much for bringing your talents here it's a total pleasure to be here, man. I've watched some of your uh, some of the the previous shows. Yeah, there's been so many great people. I like before I came on today, I was kind of thinking like, there's like those guys have been like, you know, touring with these legends and like, you know, like, really, you're, I'm sitting there just kind of go like, what am I going to talk about here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you, you're from Northern Ireland, man. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I've, I've always, but anytime I'm in the states. Uh, <laughs> It's always it's always so funny. As soon as you start talking to the people, they're always just like, "Where are you from? What's happening?" Right. And I can't wait to tell you about their experience with Ireland as well. And it's it's so, <laughs> it's so lovely. It's, yeah. it's hilarious to me to 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 be there. Sometimes you know. Yeah. Oh, well, the it. one thing I look for, and I spend a lot of time looking for talent and booking talent. I've got a lot of talent comes at me, and I you know I kindly say sorry. It's just not a fit for what I'm trying to right. accomplish. But. I look for music that inspires people. I look for music that makes people reflect and think. I mean, we are, you know, we're in some tough times right now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah, there are a lot of great songs out there. But when I listen to your music, I was able to connect with my own feelings. Me too. It touches my heart. Yeah, it It does. And and so I sent it. I sent it to Rebecca. I'm like, hey, check this guy out. What do you think it is? (laughs) Get this guy on the show now. I appreciate it, guys. I think you know what I think. That's I think that's one of the main jobs of a songwriter is is and what you're saying, Rebecca, is like instantly you felt it 
Oh yeah. That's, that's what our job is, is to, is to create stories to, to uh, translate human emotion effectively if, mm-hmm. if, to, to not be too like philosophical about things, but to translate human emotion so that other people who listen to things can recognize and understand those human emotions as well. So that it's, it's songwriting to me is an idea that you, you are absolutely able to through this magic that you have unite people, bring people together a commonality in humanity is what we mm-hmm. all have. We've got the same stories. We've got the same ideas that happen to us. Sure. Not to not not to everyone, but but we have we have similar uh, feelings of of heartache, of hurt, of regret, of anger, of um, of love and joy, mm-hmm. and those need to be expressed in in what you put through song. And any great song I've ever heard, and any great song you ever listen to, I'm sure you'll agree is. Uh, references and, and pulls you into those emotions. Uh, yeah. And that's, that's what the job of the songwriter is. And that is magic. That is literal magic. As well, you are magic because you, you had me. Yeah. And, 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 and I think the one thing that can unite one country to the other country, what, mm-hmm. what can bridge Northern Ireland to the United States, Raleigh, North Carolina to Johnstown, New York to Nashville, Tennessee to Los Angeles, California. It's music. Music, yeah, okay, music is the, the thread that can, you know, that's right. sew us music. and put us all together, you know? Yeah, and it absolutely has been uh, integral for uh, so many positive reasons in, in the past um, and, and can be again. And, and when, I, when we were talking earlier on about Bob Dylan and those kind of people, those are the kind of guys as well. Um, there, there are moments that can unite people through music and, and what needs to happen at the minute, especially as well, is that the people who are really fighting for the, the just causes in both uh, in Northern Ireland, the UK and in uh, America and, and further afield, is there, there is a commonality between the humanity that is re- reflected a lot in, uh, in music. And in oh. the songwriting that, that people do. And I think that's really important. That's it's hugely, hugely powerful as well. And that needs to happen. Um, yeah. Sure is. Very sure well is. said. Yeah. Stephen McCartney, can we buy your stuff online? Spotify. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spotify. So uh, you, can there, for free. you can listen to it for free if you want uh, on Spotify. You can buy it on, uh, or you can listen to it for free on Bandcamp as well. Um, it's uh, Bandcamp forward slash King Cedar Music. Mm-hmm. Uh, or just Google King Cedar, uh, that'll all come up. Um, oh, yeah. It's all there to listen to for free if you want to listen to it for free. If you want to buy it, because <laughs> that'll be cool, yes. then, uh, then that, that would then it's all there as well. Awesome, man. We're going to exit the show together. I want to thank everybody. Stephen McCartney, uh, a.k.a. Oh. King Cedar, want to thank you so much for joining us on the show on Wake Up to the Vibe. You will be back. You're going to be on this oh, show absolutely. again. Absolutely. Uh, I can't wait, man. Thank you so I, much. I want to go like on. two hours. Okay? I love them. I love you, Stephen. You're bringing my Irish roots out. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, have a great day. Let your light shine. Play it, pay it forward. And we will see you tomorrow with uh, Bill Triggs from the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Have a great day. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers. Stephen. Adios, amigos. Yeah. I got water. <laughs>